Yes, it's very exciting as a founder when investors say, "Hey, I'm writing a check ASAP." Tend to uh, get carried away, but I would say once a conversation has happened, just forget it and get into the another con. You should have multiple conversations. You know, maybe ten of them are saying, "Hey, we are going to write a check," but you should go to the eleventh one. Never ever mm-hmm. restrict yourself till the money is in the bank. This is the Top VC Podcast, and I'm your host, Adam O'Donnell, based in San Francisco. I'm on a mission to help founders oversubscribe their next round by learning from top VCs and entrepreneurs. What we are building is a, is a 150cc uh, electric motorcycle, right? And if you globally you look at, you know, the volumes, uh, you know, that motorcycles contribute to to two-wheeler market. Is 85% our motorcycles. Right? So our first flagship product is Roar, which is in the 150cc, a stylish-looking, you know, funky-looking and very, very manly kind of motorcycle. If you had a got a chance to have a look, uh, you know, I've been a serial entrepreneur. Uh, this is my second venture into product, so that's where uh, my journey is all about. Building a product for the consumer and starting with India as our domestic market. and being the largest uh, you know two wheeler market and motorcycle being uh, predominantly sold in india and it's a very big market you know world's largest yeah. market motorcycle market is india because most of founders i talk to have raised that have raised money are doing something in the software space so to have hardware and to be a really cool hardware like you're building it's it's more in the tesla category than anything so i'm i'm very excited to hear about that tell us um about like your about your recent round like how much you raised what you're calling it we did a pre series a round uh, that's a 4 million dollars and that round is more focused to kind of the initial orders what we have bookings pre bookings to meet those orders and uh, yes we are super excited we are backed by some of the very strong uh, you know entrepreneurs based out of india uh, sorry based out of us and uh, then we have couple of family office those who are backing us very strongly and uh, with uh, the investors definitely align with our vision that is where uh, you know that's makes it a very uh, good match right yeah having the right kind of investors backing you tell me what it was like to raise in this like when did you start to reach out to these investors and how long did it take once you had the deck if you could give anyone who's kind of in beginning that journey right now um, some advice on that is yes it's not easy right easy to raise money first of all and then when you are in a very tough segment that is hardware manufacturing ev and automotive right automotive i would say one of the very complex business right and one of the very big business also if you look at aerospace or any other segment automotive is i would be uh, rating it a second complex and big and uh, tough business right manufacturing is involved so definitely the journey was not uh, easy i would say uh, but always there was a you know kind of a um, what do you say you have very specific investors are there who can really appreciate and understand this space altogether definitely there are a lot of strategic investors but getting a pure financial investor that is for sure a challenge right so yes we started i think i started in um, uh, june uh, june this year we started reaching out when uh, july uh, yeah june this year when we uh, did our first milestone was 
giving the vehicle for test drives by auto experts that to test the vehicle when we were ready and that's when we started uh, kind of reaching out to investors what, what was that outreach like did you how did you find the list what has worked for us has uh, you know there would be definitely a long uh, list a long list of investors but mostly uh, the conversions happen when there is a referral when there is a introduction when there is a you know kind of a, your uh, seed investor is introducing you or if there is a referral you know someone yeah. and so that has worked for us uh, than the long list which we created and we kept reaching out and you know um, kind of sharing our story uh, so that uh, i would say what has worked for us is definitely referrals our yeah. friends and our uh, existing invest seed investors introducing us uh, some of our uh, network because uh, i come from iit so you have a very big network so you build those connections and yes that's how it is yeah that's that's i thanks for going on that i just try to get those exact details for anyone who's like okay i'm stuck right now one of the biggest challenges i hear founders saying is like i, I know how to interact with vcs but like getting the the actual outreach like making that connection is still tough. And I know referrals is powerful. Um, what, but even going back, how did you find some of the people to get the referrals to those VCs? So uh, definitely my background is in sales and marketing. So I've been, uh, you know, in my first venture, I used to handle uh, sales. So I started my career with one consumer to, you know, 2,500 plus uh, consumers. So one thing I always learned that till the, um, you know, your client, client or the investor says, you know, no, till that you need to, uh, you know, kind of keep them warm, keep them informed, keep uh, updating them. So there would be a point where it will come, you know, they might, you know, it might click. So you yeah. never ever go with a prejudice that, you know, okay, he might say yes, might say no. No, I think uh, you're doing your job. You're just introducing yourself. You're giving some updates and uh, doing some meaningful conversation, right? Only writing hi and, you know, kind of reaching out will not help. You have to make sense. So you kind of give updates on the company, how you're progressing. And that has somehow worked for us, building convictions. Uh, and that was the key point, actually, that you don't ever give up that, okay, if there is a no answer or if there is like no response, then you just uh, shut that door. No, the door shuts when the person says, hey, don't trouble me anymore. Don't bother <laughs> me. Right? Then you really, you don't want to bother, right? That... Then you don't really go to that consumer or, you know, client or investor. So till then you have to keep uh, engaging them in a much, much meaningful uh, way rather than spamming. So yep. that is another thin line, which um, every, you know, founder should take care of it that we shouldn't spam but yes definitely there is a thin line where you yeah you keep them warm keep them excited keep them updated about your developments which also builds that yes you're growing maybe now they're not ready maybe tomorrow they would be so that has been my you know uh, yeah thesis there yeah persistence i i love that and i i appreciate your authenticity just around this i was going to two more things that i wanted to dive into one is just how you got to your valuation um, did you have a number in mind based on where you were in your seed round and then you tried to backfill that or did you wait for the VC to suggest that? 
So generally, you know, one is definitely when you are a pre-revenue company, uh, you generally go by, you know, peer valuation, you go by DCF methods, or you go by the forward, uh, you know, uh, re revenue what in the next year you're going to do. Either you take 1x or something. So that became uh, that becomes the standard for a pre-revenue company. So that is how we based our valuations uh, based on that. And then uh, I think that has warned the investor. Uh, we were quite convincing to the investor that, yes, we could you know, um, make them understand that how we have come up on this valuation and why are we asking uh, this kind of a valuation for a company. And definitely for an R&D-driven company, the valuations are generally very high, right? Because it's a, uh, you know, just trading, you are developing, you are having your IPs. So yeah. a lot of thing is considered in that. And then based on that, you base your uh, valuation of the company. That's, yeah, that's, that makes a lot of sense. I appreciate you sharing that for anyone who isn't aware of that. The, um, the other thing that I was going to do is in bear with me on this, but is there maybe, could we have like a mock conversation where, I'm maybe one of the investors that you were talking to that ended up investing, uh, but maybe they had an objection. Uh, and I would love to hear how you responded to that objection around your business. Um, maybe you could think of one even like, hey, like this is the biggest objection that we had during our round. Uh, and then you could just share what it's like pretending like I'm the VC and you're answering it. I think, uh, you know, hardware is hard, right? So it's very, very tough to convince people that it is possible if you have the right uh, mindset, if you have the right background, and if you have the right team and resources. So that was something very uh, tough to convince people that with, how can you be very, very, uh, or highly, you know, uh, finance-wise, highly efficient in managing funds, right? That has been one of the very strong point that how could you do with a seed round of 2 million and now you've just raised 4 million? How could you got, uh, get a product out there? That's something, you know, uh, astonished them. At times, hard to believe till they come down, they see the factories, they see the product, they write the product. So that was one point where they uh, don't believe that people have just burnt uh, millions and still the product is not out there and you guys are ready. So that's what our experience background comes in. And, uh, you know, because uh, we have run business in past, uh, built multi-million dollar business. So that's where somewhere we find it very difficult to convince people. So the best part is it's a hardware thing. So please come down, ride it. If you like it, then you can vouch for us. So that has been our, you know, way of convincing which that's is not amazing. possible in any other, you know, startup uh, like software or something very difficult, but this is a hardware thing. You can see, you can get your technical expert to evaluate. So that was how we kind of uh, build that uh, trust in our uh, investors that yes, what we committed, because for us in every stage, we had a milestone and then we did a fundraise. It was not that we went at an idea stage. We had a functional prototype last year, November, which could be driven by multiple investors, and then they invested. Then we raised this round when the vehicle was totally production ready, which is ready for, you know, tested by auto expert. Then we did the pre-series A round, right? So that has been kind of conviction you build in. Uh, it was never that as founders, we said, we'll just go with an idea and ask for money and, you know, and then take the money and kind of build it and all. So that was kind of a different approach we had. 
because hardware is hard uh, hard so that is where you have to really really show you know uh, you have to prove it so i think uh, that yeah. was one of the thing i would also add one thing one is the investor who gets convinced but there are certain investors whom you have to be very very uh, careful with one is definitely you know uh, to all the startups i would say that don't just have a single conversation if at all the investor is saying that you know i'm just giving you a 100 million dollar right away please have multiple like you know multiple conversation this was a learning we had that you should yes it's very exciting as a founder when you know if a investor says hey i'm writing a check asap right so i think that is some sometimes it is very exciting overwhelming as a founder you have so many things on the plate so you tend to uh, get carried away you get overwhelmed by that but i would say once a conversation has happened just forget it and get into the mm-hmm. another conversation so that is something uh, will keep you going uh, yeah. you you should have multiple conversation you know whether you know maybe 10 of them are saying hey we are going to write a check but you should go to the 11th one to have a discussion never ever mm. uh, close your conversations or restrict yourself uh, till the money is in the bank mm. not just a term sheet but money in the bank a money in the bank is real real commitment anything else i think is just words paper and you know in air so that's yeah. something uh, i think every uh, startup must have faced this so still my uh, strong recommendation to every startup and even uh, this is a learning we also learned that unless and until the money is in the bank it's just talks right that's, that is so yeah. good that's a hard lesson i've heard that lesson where yes. the term sheet signed and it didn't go through the actual money and your the founders like betting on that term sheet but um yeah. it didn't happen so i <clears throat> that can be a huge pain what is it like what does fundraising look like for you now that you've closed this how what percentage of your time are you spending on any efforts to nurture existing investors or future ones for your upcoming rounds so definitely it's a very time consuming uh, activity every founder will agree to it right it's a lot of time consuming and fundraising is done by founders you may have a banker but fundraising is done by founders they drive it right so i think um, for us definitely the series a is coming so uh, you need to prepare looking forward with new investors you need to uh, as you rightly said nurture the existing investors tapping their connections understanding how the strategy needs to be and also very very important sometimes what happens we have on our cap table some of the uh, right investors who can really uh, open doors at many places but we generally don't uh, invest time with them we generally don't mm. uh, we just miss out because they are right at the corner right right a phone call away but sometimes we just miss that just to ask a help that can you connect me to xyz or do you know anyone in this segment or something so that is something uh, which we need to continuously do the you know people on your cap table they are the first one to be tapped and their network needs to be tapped so that's what something uh, i would say would be the strategy way forward and definitely moving forward and keep having as many conversation you can yeah. so that's the that's, way to go that is um 
That's really powerful. I, I am so thankful for your time. Is there maybe a final word of advice for a founder who's in your shoes maybe six months ago? And it's just like, hey, what's the biggest thing that I need to know that I'm not aware of? So I think never say no to money. Try to <laughs> figure out something. And, you know, if the valuation is not fitting or something, just take it. Never say uh, no to money because if there is money in the market, then only we'll get it. It's not that when you need it. So this is a very strong saying, which one of my investor advised me that when there is uh, funds in the market, then only we'll get it. It's not the other way around that when you need it, you will get it. So if there is an investor giving you any sort of money, just try to take it, uh, whichever way structuring it and, and all. Only it should be a, you know, a fair money, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's really good, especially during a time like this. It's not desperation because you have a very valuable company, I can tell. But you're saying like, find a way to work with people who are like, hey, I actually do want to give you a check. Yep. yep. That's that's amazing. Well, thank you so much. What's the best way to connect with you? Uh, is it LinkedIn or Twitter? I think LinkedIn. I'm very much active in LinkedIn. So that's, I like this platform a lot. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, so do I. And thank you so much for your time. Boom. Yeah. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Top VC Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Adam O'Donnell. Check out my LinkedIn. Always willing to reach out, connect if you have questions, if you want introductions. There's a lot more than just a podcast.